The star of our story today is a beautiful female named Rachel. Here's what happened. We read in the 27th chapter of Genesis that Jacob tricked his father, Isaac, into giving him the family blessing that should have gone to his older twin brother, Esau. When Esau found out, he threatened to kill Jacob. Their mother, Rebekah, advised Jacob to flee to her brother Laban's farm, and while there, marry someone from their own family. And so Jacob left. It was a long trip, and the first night away, Jacob had a very special dream. He dreamed of a ladder that reached to heaven, and angels were going up and down. At the top of the ladder stood the Lord, and the Lord said to Jacob that he would be blessed and would have many descendants and would someday return safely to his home. When Jacob awoke, he made a vow to serve the Lord for the rest of his life and to always give a tenth or a tithe of everything he got to the Lord. He called the place Bethel and made a stone altar. As Jacob arrived at the outskirts of Haran, at the town well, he saw some shepherds coming to water their flocks. Hey, do you guys know Laban, Nahor's grandson, he asked them. Yes, we know him, they answered. And look, there is his daughter, Rachel, coming with her sheep. Jacob did look and saw coming toward him his beautiful cousin, Rachel. He quickly ran toward her and introduced himself. I am Jacob, the son of your aunt, Rebecca. Rachel took him to her father, Laban, where he was welcomed with open arms and immediately started working on the farm. A month passed, and Uncle Laban said to Jacob, You are my nephew, but that doesn't mean that you should work for no pay. How much should I pay you? Well, during that month, Jacob had fallen madly in love with the beautiful Rachel. So his answer? I'll work seven years to be able to marry your daughter, Rachel. Laban's answer, it's a deal. So Jacob worked very hard for seven years to be able to marry his true love. But he said in Genesis 29, verse 20, that it seemed like only a few days because of his love for her. How romantic is that? At the end of the seven years, Jacob had to remind Laban that it was time for a wedding. It was a big wedding, a big celebration. And we don't know how Laban pulled this off, but when Jacob woke up in the morning after the wedding, he discovered that he had not married Rachel, but instead had married her older sister, Leah. Jacob demanded an explanation. Well, in our culture, the older daughter must marry first, Laban explained, and he added, Next week, you can marry Rachel, but you must work an additional seven years. Jacob had tricked his father, Isaac, and now Jacob had been tricked by his uncle Laban. What goes around, comes around. Jacob agreed to work another seven years while being married to the two sisters. The Bible says that God saw 
that Rachel was loved more. And so God favored Leah to conceive and have a son named Reuben. Then another son named Simeon. Another, Levi. And a fourth son, Judah. Rachel remained childless and became jealous of Leah. But Rachel had an idea. Jacob should marry her servant, Bilhah, and then any children she had would be like Rachel's own. Jacob said, okay. And Bilhah had a boy. Rachel named him Dan. Bilhah's second son was named Neptali. Then Leah had an idea. Jacob should marry her servant, Zilpah, and any children she had would be like her own. Jacob said, okay. Zilpah had a boy, and Leah named him Gad, and her second son was named Asher. Are you keeping count? So far, eight sons. Then Leah had another boy and named him Issachar, and she had a sixth boy named Zebulun. And then, are you ready for it? Leah had a girl and named her Dinah. Okay, so far, ten sons and one girl. Finally, God blessed Jacob's favorite, his true love, Rachel, and she gave birth to a son and named him Joseph. By now, Jacob had a large family, but was still working for his uncle Laban. Laban realized that God was blessing everything Jacob did. So when Jacob announced that he was taking his family and moving back to Canaan, Laban objected and promised to give Jacob anything he wanted to stay. Here's what Jacob asked for. To take all the spotted sheep and goats and all the dark-colored lambs from Laban's flocks and separate them into his own fields— and that would be his new wages. Laban happily agreed. God continued to bless Jacob, and his spotted flocks prospered and multiplied so much more than Laban's livestock that Laban and his sons became jealous and angry with Jacob. God revealed to Jacob that it was time to return to his home. Assuming that Laban would again object, Jacob packed up his family and left while Laban and his sons were away, having their sheep sheared. When Laban returned and realized Jacob had left, he was furious. With such a large family and the herds of livestock, Jacob's travel was slow, and Laban caught up with him after seven days. Laban was furious and shouted at Jacob, You trick me! sneaking away with my daughters and grandchildren while I was out of town. But wait, remember Laban had tricked Jacob on his wedding night. Again, what goes around comes around. Why didn't you tell me, he demanded, so I could have thrown you a going away party and kissed my children goodbye. And why did you steal my gods? I didn't steal your gods, Jacob protested. I serve the God of my fathers, not idols. Jacob didn't know that Rachel had taken her father's idols and had hidden them in the camel saddle on which she was sitting. And so when Laban searched for the stolen items, he couldn't find them. Jacob had been in Haran for 20 years. 
Now it was time to go home with his wives and children. Laban reluctantly agreed and kissed his daughters and grandchildren goodbye. There was still the question of Esau. Was he still angry about what Jacob had done 20 years earlier? Jacob sent messengers ahead to greet his twin brother. They returned with alarming news. Esau was coming to meet Jacob with 400 men. Uh-oh. Now, if you want to know what happened when they met, well, we'll save that story for next time. Don't read ahead. Let's pray. God, we thank you for this romantic story about Rachel and Jacob and their expanding family and for the clear examples of what goes around comes around. God, help us to lead a life of honesty and integrity. In Jesus' name, amen. Kids Moment with Dottie is a short-form podcast to engage you and your children with the Word of God. Dottie is the children's pastor at the Knoxville Christian Center in Knoxville, Tennessee. If you liked this podcast, don't forget to hit subscribe. For more information, visit knoxvillechristianctr.org.